Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. I can tell it's in Canada because if it was America, the bear beating French fries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. El, el oso como watermelon. <laughs> What's watermelon? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Brothers, sisters, siblings, welcome to Penn Sunday School, starring Penn Gillette. My name is Michael Ledeau. Matt, Ben, Reddy, Rich, and I are broadcasting from Show Creator Studio South here in Las Vegas. This week, the gang is all here. We'll talk about Ledeau's travel, catch up on all the news, and man, is there a lot of news. Here he is preaching love. <laughs> Mr. Penn Gillette. <laughs> Preaching love. Who the fuck is that sitting on the couch? Michael Goudeau. We haven't seen him in a pig's age since since, Hec- since Hector was a pup. Yeah. We haven't seen him since Hector was a pup. Oh, no. And here he is back, our wandering boy. I mean, I, legitimately, my beard has gotten grayer since Goudeau has been here. Where have you been, <laughs> my blue-eyed son? And where ever, have you been, my darling young one? Everywhere. I've been everywhere, sir. <laughs> I, ta- I ask, I ask, I ask with Bob Dylan, I get answered with Johnny Cash. That's right. But at least I wasn't answered with Annie. That's true. Uh, yeah. So well, that's big nice. step up from Michael. Tomorrow Gunnar. I'll be somewhere else. <laughs> You're on like a, a county fair. I am tour. driving. I am a driving fool. I have put six thousand miles on my mother's car lease. Oh wow! <laughs> mother-in-law. My mother-in-law. My mother-in-law does not drive a lot, and so she has this car that she's leased for a few years. She's going to turn it back in. It's got a million miles still available on it. She said, "You want to drive my car this summer?" <laughs> I said, "Well, okay." And I'm up. At, I am at six thousand miles, and the car is in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> right now. <laughs> right now. Right this minute. So I drove uh, from Vegas to Virginia Beach where I did the hardest danged street shows anyone has ever done. Well, let's hear about those. Oh, Because I've Lord. done some hard street shows. Right, right. Well, I just want to say quickly about the car being in Cleveland. Like, you know when we watch like high-end shows like The Blacklist or these crazy shows, and then suddenly they're in a car, they're on a plane, and you're like, do they really just leave them there? Turns out in real life, yes. You just leave your car in Cleveland. Leave your car in Cleveland. And come back. It'll be there when I get back. Along with an American Express bill. <laughs> yeah, you must have long-term parking, right? I did move to long-term parking. I mean, very long-term parking. Long, yes. Very, very far away. Is your act in the trunk? Yes, it is. That's yeah. scary. Yeah, it is scary. If I get back and it's gone, that next week is going to be really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, now a very special Michael Ludo show. <laughs> 25 minutes of Apple leaving. <laughs> Before I do that, I used to do this. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a lot of me explaining stuff. A lot of just the history. A lot of explaining stuff. Now, um, why was Virginia Beach such a hard uh, street show? Virginia you know? Beach was outdoors, real street shows, no seats, no lighting. Just as uh, they blocked off the traffic, so that helped some. <laughs> and what was your competition? Well, the Baklava? Competition, yeah, exactly. Pizza. <laughs> And were there other entertainers? There were there were a couple of other entertainments. Acoustic guitar, saxophone. Uh, yeah, 
Yep. Yes, yeah. And like... Uh, but they were pretty far from me. I wasn't dealing directly with anyone. Anyone I, making sculptures from palm fronds? No palm frond sculptures. Anybody or getting kicked really hard in the nuts for 20 bucks? <laughs> no. So you weren't in Vegas. <laughs> so you weren't working at Fremont. Those two things decreased. That cut street performing in half. On Nobody letting you um, staple gun dollars Nobody would do that. No one doing any of those things. Huh. It was, yeah. Many people would do those things. They just weren't doing those <laughs> they things. They weren't doing them there. That was my spot. No one's stapling anything in So how many spot. people per show? Well, that varies between six and 200 probably. And uh, no amplification, no microphone? I had a microphone. I did have a microphone. Uh, I see. I consider that cheating. That is a little cheating. <laughs> I did, the microphone didn't work well, if that's any... Any help? Big plus, big plus, <laughs> big plus for me. Big plus. Uh, and it really was just trying to get people to sit down. Also, the city of Virginia Beach wants a 40-minute show. Right, is, street show should be 12. Yeah, uh, yeah, a 40-minute show outdoors in Virginia Beach where it is 95 degrees and 100% humidity. Now, um, is it 100% humidity underwater? It's Yeah, it, that's what it is. <laughs> No wonder why your microphone wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I had to stop and squeeze it out every now and then. I've, it would stop working entirely, and I would squeeze it, and then it would start working again. I've heard whale songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the new opening joke, yeah. <laughs> Back up a moment here. Now, were you, sure. uh, were you busking? Were you passing the hat? No, I was not. You were paid? I was paid. And there's a very, there's a very, some very funny details involved in this as well. I'll, t I'll tell you because when I did my street show, my street show was nothing besides passing the hat. <laughs> if you said we're paying you, we'll take away all your busking, I would have no show. It was like the uh, story that's probably apocryphal of David Letterman going into audition and them saying to David Letterman, "Do some of your act." And David Letterman going, where are you from? <laughs> um, if they said to me, uh, don't do not do any of your money collection right, yeah. on my street show, I think I've got about two and a half minutes of juggling. <laughs> Everything else is, is money well, collection. A 40-minute show in that much humidity and heat is very, very difficult. What I discovered was, first off, no one started their crowd gathering until their show was supposed to start. So if I had a 7 p.m. show and I needed to do 40 minutes, rather than starting at 6.40 to build a crowd to do the show, I would start at 7 to build the crowd. So that's what everybody did. The other thing was that you were not allowed to accept tips of any sort, but you were allowed to sell one item. So you're selling what? Your clothes? <laughs> what I'd, a firm handshake. <laughs> I should have gone with any of those. <laughs> I, it was because it was my first time. I thought, well, that's just that's just silly. I don't, I don't, I don't need. I don't have anything I really want to sell. But then I discovered Wonder Mouse. The other the Wonder Mouse is the right choice. The other Wonder thing, Mouse is the only choice. Squirrel. Squirrel is another choice. <laughs> Skinny pet, Wonder Mouse. Pet sponges. <laughs> <laughs> I draw the face on them myself. <laughs> what it turned out was that everybody else would say, "I'm not allowed to receive tips," but. I have a postcard for $5 if you wanted to buy this postcard. But, you know, it's they're not, I'm not allowed to accept any tips. But if you wanted to give me $5, I'd give you back a postcard. And it became their whole show was like you're talking about, talking about postcards and tricks. You See, could also sell the postcard for any price at all. Yes, you, you could. 
You could sell the postcard for any price at all. What I thought was if I go back next year, I will do one postcard for five bucks or two postcards for five bucks or three postcards for five bucks or four postcards for six (laughs) dollars. These postcards, I don't know what they're worth. Whatever you give me, I'm fine with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly, that's what I would do. What I thought this year, and I just figured this out on the last day was I should buy a bag of shredded carrots and just go, I will give you a small handful of shredded carrots for any donation. (laughs) Just hand them a little pile of I find, that, far, I find that unpleasant. I think that's right. I find that unpleasant. Postcards better. Yeah. <laughs> but like uh, I was talking to uh, Nick DeFat. Why would you be talking to Nick DeFat? Uh, because uh, he, he's he's a working he's a working magician, okay. and I want to I want to be one of those. <laughs> he's a working magician, but he, he does a very smart thing. He sells uh, lens cleaners. Is his design just lens cleaners? Went, yeah, for your glasses, glasses yeah. cleaners, and so you don't do it with t-shirt sizes or anything like that. No one else sells them. <laughs> lens cleaners? Yes. I mean, like just like little wipes? A cloth. Yeah, not, to wipe your glasses. Wipes, no, an actual cloth. Like an actual cloth to wipe your glasses. With his design on it? Yeah. A little Nick DeFat logo. How much would you pay for one of those? Nick DeFat logo on a... <laughs> probably I'd give you five bucks to take it away. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you would probably give you one for free, but not with that attitude, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Good. He gets 20. <laughs> he gets 20 bucks? Yeah. So I did many shows. <laughs> See, you have more respect for him now, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> no, I get more respect for the cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but since then, I've been looking into like trying to find like a singular item. I was like, oh, no sizes, no Single exchanges. is a fine word. They don't mean singular. Single item. Yeah. A, a, a one item, single item. Mm-hmm. All the single items. All the single items. <laughs> um, Where would you sell these? At sh- uh, shows. That, that's, the, that, that's the second catch. <laughs> so you'd carry a lot of them in your garage, much like my garage. <laughs> I, I've been I should have brought into- barbecue covers. Damn it. Exactly. Damn it. Yes. You should just bring all the contents of your garage. Yeah. I'll sell I'll the sign- sausage jig. I'll sell this <laughs> I'll truck. sign any of the things you want to purchase. <laughs> I've been looking into duck calls. I want to get. I want to sell duck calls. Oh, that's a good show. idea. That's a good idea. So. Have you seen the turkey call ones that fit flat in the mouth and well, uh, you hold them? They're a little more. punch whistle. Yeah, essentially a punch whistle. Are you guys going to fight about this? Uh, <laughs> well, if you get a if you get one of those little flat things that fit in your mouth, it, it'll cost you three cents. Yeah, and you can sell it for if you're like Springsteen, twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Does it take skill to play them, though? It yes. does. And, the, and there's the a chance people would no swallow skill, them. But, you need a no skill. But the point is, you have the skill, then you sell the whistle, and they don't have it. <laughs> I mean, that's the way punch whistles have been done forever. Right. Is right, you right. demonstrate it. It's like every every um, uh, Svengali deck. You yeah. know, you, you demonstrate it with a magician that's very, very skilled. You sell it to someone, and they can't do jack shit. Oh, <laughs> that happened to me at Magic Live this year for sure. I bought really? a card trick that I was like, all right, this seems fun. I could learn this. Mm-hmm. And so I went to it, I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Just sold your regular deck of cards. Beautiful trick. <laughs> I cannot do it. So you Virginia Beach, you had nothing to sell. Virginia Beach, I had nothing to sell but sweat. I could have sold vials of sweat. <laughs> I spent the hour between each show sitting in the car with the air conditioning cranked up. So it's only got 6,000 miles, but it's been run for at least 8,000 worth of miles. <laughs> uh, was it nice? Well, you said it was hot and humid. It was hot and humid, but Virginia Beach is beautiful. The beach is nice, and there's a lot of trees. It's, it's, That's in Virginia? Yeah. Oh, just guessing. Coincidentally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying attention. Wow. <laughs> uh, Stayed at a nice hotel. It was fun. 
Oh, good. They put uh, you up or they put not- me up? They put me up as a, in addition to paying me uh, 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 some money to do shows. Did you meet anybody you were working with there? Uh, you know what? One of the people in the show uh, who had the next spot over for me was John Park, who was one of the original fly-by-night jugglers oh, really? back when we were kids. Fly-by-night jugglers? That's your group. Yeah. There were three of you originally? There were four of us. Oh, really? There were four of us originally, four of us. And how many did you push off a cliff? <laughs> Only one. Okay. And it wasn't this guy. And he's still working. <laughs> so the, all the fly-by-nights are still working? All, all four of us are still jugglers for a living. That's amazing. There's I was the oldest. I was 16. 13, 14, 15, and 16, and all four of us are still doing shows. That's not even... The Rolling Stones don't have that. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> None of us have even died yet. No. I mean, Bill Wyman. Yeah. He just stopped doing it. Yeah. <laughs> even the Stones aren't as good as fly-by-night jugglers. <laughs> I'm telling you. And all working separately, too. That's crazy. I mean, Queen, yeah. one of the guys became an astrophysicist. Yeah. 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 He still plays uh, my, for them, though. On mm-hmm. my improv groups, like two of us are still in show business. You know, <laughs> like to have everybody still in it—that's crazy. That's impossible. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Asparagus Valley Cultural Society. Only two of the three. <laughs> yeah, only two thirds. Yep. <laughs> in show business, that's amazing. Pretty impressive. And there it was. The young John Park was and like still a few juggling. Down, still juggling. Still juggling and mean- doing shows. None of us even developed another skill. <laughs> and uh, what is uh, John Park doing? John Park's doing a, some plate spinning with a, some plates that don't break, which I, of course, find appalling. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of juggling. and Kudo's a real spirit of the law guy. I <laughs> am. I <laughs> deal with a lot of letter of the law you guys. You do plates and they don't break. <laughs> Who cares? That's what I think. People got to see things breaking. But I, I have a new idea I'll tell you later. I'm not saying I'm not going to say it on the show because it'll be stolen. Too many second. people will. Too many people will be out doing it. We'll go home and learn the Svengali. They'll be deck. there before we're there. There's a lot of people listening to this show with notebooks going, "This is my future." <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see a weasel, Gudo? Yeah. You ever saw a weasel live? I think so. Yeah. A friend of mine who lives in Vermont uh-huh. said he was out sitting on his back porch right. with his wife, mm-hmm. and they were chatting. Beautiful, idyllic mm-hmm. Vermont. He said he heard scrambling in the bushes, which he thought was in the grass, tall grass. He talked with a couple of chipmunks. He said all of a sudden these two things ran out of the grass right between them. And he said he believes that the things, this was the first people they'd ever seen. And he said for him it was the first this thing he'd ever seen. <laughs> and he said the four of them just froze and stood there for a moment. And he said it was the most disgusting, horrible, creepy thing he'd ever seen. And he said he knocked sure over was a weasel. He knocked <laughs> over <too>. his <laughs> he knocked over his wife almost to run to the internet, looked it up and found out it was a Vermont weasel. Nice. Oh. And he said he's never seen a creepier thing in his life. Where my dad lives up in Northern California in Sebastopol, there are now I mean there 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 were weasels when I lived there, but you never saw them. Now there are enough that people are seeing them. They're coming back. The weasels are bouncing back. <laughs> but weasels are awful things. I mean, they, they eat mice, I suppose. Yeah. And he said they also steal other things' nests. I they don't make it. their own nests. They steal rabbits' nests. They eat the rabbit, and they could also kill a small deer. Did you know that? I did not know that. Weasels can kill us. Although you always hear things well, like yeah, a small seems- deer. <laughs> and you just go, I guess. Maybe small deer are sickly. Yeah. Like how are small? we talking about gray wolves, not weasels? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Weasels. That's a good guess. A weasel cannot kill a gray wolf. Just well, or, or a small deer, really. I'm gonna tell you, unless it crawls. I in mean, its how ear. small? Like a, if it crawls in its ear. <laughs> <laughs> if it's right out, like freshly born, and just doesn't know if it know how to walk yet. I think I got that deer. I think I can take. I saw a stoat kill a rabbit once. Not a rabbit, a squirrel. While I was skiing once. Saw so what kill a what? stoat, which is the type of weasel, I believe, a stoat. And it was funny because one of those. I don't know. I don't know if this ever happens to you. <laughs> No, it hasn't. It probably not. No, I'm riding up on a ski lift. I see an animal I've never seen before, and I know what its name is. Like stoat. Hank? Like stoat. Oh. <laughs> I went, there's a stoat. How do well, I know that's a stoat? I've never seen a stoat. <laughs> my friend said he'd had no word for what he saw. It was the only time in his life he could remember seeing an animal he didn't know the word for. Huh? And he said he felt like he became a primordial man. <laughs> and rushed to the primordial internet to save himself. <laughs> Googled Vermont Chupacabra. Nothing came up. <laughs> yeah. You just kept searching until finally the word weasel showed up. <laughs> but it's one of those things like priming the pump where we use the expression. What are they call ghost cliches? There's some term for them. Mm-hmm. You use the expression, but it's, it's not really a metaphor because no one really knows the original. Yeah. And when you call someone a weasel... If you've seen a weasel before, yeah. it means something more than just you fucking weasel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I when I worked at Disneyland, I had a name tag that said weasel on it. Yeah. <laughs> that really? was my clown name. Yeah. <laughs> if you call, if you, if I call you a weasel and you walk towards me, I'll bowl over my wife to get away from you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going for the small deer behind you. <laughs> okay, so that's Virginia you Beach. Put your finger in its nose until it suffocates. <laughs> I killed another deer. <laughs> Where up? From there. Virginia our Beach. delightful pal Richard Ross flew out, and I picked him up at the airport near there. And he and I went to um, Hatteras, Cape Hatteras, the outer banks of North Carolina, mm-hmm. and went kiteboarding for a week. And you like that? I like that. We had a good time. We had a, a lovely time kiteboarding at the different sites and doing the fun stuff. And then I dropped him off and raced to... Um, the Abbott's Magic Get-Together in Cullen, yeah. Michigan. What was that like? Fantastic. I really like the Abbott's Get-Together. They asked us to uh, to come next year. You should go. To um, to wow. uh, dedicate the gravestone. And that's Colon. That's not Abbott's. Is that Colon. Abbott's? It is Colon, same, same, same place. Thing. Same thing. Abbott's is in Colon. To dedicate the, um, the gravestone of Johnny Thompson. Yeah, it's up. I've seen it. Yeah, I know. But it would be nice for to have to have an official ceremony for it and stuff. That'd be great. Because we did one uh, last year for, I don't remember who. Uh, Darwin. No, not Darwin. Darwin was this year. We did Gary Darwin this year. And last year uh, was... Uh, yeah, you know, Gary Darwin is known for On the Origin of the Thumbtip. <laughs> that's, that's a very magic meta joke there, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> there are three people are laughing really hard. <laughs> Because <laughs> Gary Darwin wrote a bunch of books on thumb tips. I got it. I think. And there was that that scientist guy. <laughs> Not Gary. <laughs> I got called to a random gig yesterday uh-huh. down at uh, uh, Lost Spirits Distillery. They did an afternoon show. Right. What are those words? Lost Spirits. Is the Lost name. Spirits is the name of the company. They have, a, <laughs> they have a big warehouse <laughs> slash like distillery tour near Area 15 down that area. The tourist attraction there, yeah. and they did magic in the afternoon, and then I, I called last minute to close out the the, the thing, the twenty minute set. But 
someone was opening for me and they were doing egg bag. Uh-huh. And I heard the way they were doing it and talking and I came off stage and I was like, who taught you that? And she goes, John, <laughs> she goes, Johnny Thompson. And I was like, I knew it. Did she, was it a good version? Yeah. That's why I was listening. I was like, oh, this sounds like a real, this sounds like the good version of the trick. The snowy white egg and the black interior of the bag? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's really all I kept from his real pattern. <laughs> but, uh, you got to have that in there. And, but he insisted on it, right? He'd always yeah. say, you say the snowy white egg against the dark interior. Yeah. <laughs> Abbas is, uh, there are no hotels in Colon, Michigan. And so everybody rents houses on lakes. And you, it's, it's. I don't like that. <laughs> you know, like you're a good Airbnb or anything? I'm not that kind of guy. Yeah. I may I'm a hotel That's guy. why I mentioned this. <laughs> but there's I could go somewhere. There are hotels within 30 miles. 30? <laughs> there's not a lot going on in Colon. The big thing to do in Colon is out on the corner of Main Street is if you can scale cards up onto the roof of the building across the street. And so for the whole week of the Abbott's Magic get together there's cards all over the street cuz nobody can do it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a delightful town with nice places for breakfast and what what i get to do there is a, you know i do one show but most of the time is spent sitting on a front porch with mac king and uh joel hodgson and uh mike caveney some real funny pleasant yeah, those delightful are, those folks. are funny pleasant people those are funny pleasant people and and you want to sit you want to be on that porch it's a funny porch there's a lot of laughing going on. <laughs> and so I highly recommend it. very nice. It is really nice. And it's all in, a, in there's only one little high school where things are going on. And uh, it's, it's great. The people like have it, they have garage sales all over town. There are. Uh, they know magicians are coming. Magicians will buy anything. Magicians love shopping shit. They love shit. Garage shit. Yes, please. <laughs> I could add a gimmick flap to this dollhouse. <laughs> <laughs> you can get the whole dollhouse there, buddy. You don't need the gimmick flat alone. <laughs> Everything is on sale that weekend, Abbott's. Yeah. How many people show up at the uh, Abbott's get together? I guess it's probably a thousand, hmm. but it's not. I don't know. It's it's really fun. It's been really pleasant. It's such a pretty little town. And you're on, a, you know, most of the houses are on a lake. And now, do a lot of magicians retire there? I, I, I don't know. I know it's, they die there. It's <laughs> they get buried there. Yeah. So retire in the grand sense, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, it's, I think it's cold in the winter. I think most of the people don't retire there. Mm -hmm. And and, and it, the houses that we rent, there's some speculation as to they might be empty the rest of the year because. Uh, when Mac King opened the closet for the house that he had rented last year, there were still hangers that he had left in the year before. <laughs> <laughs> Dry cleaning with his label still on it. <laughs> so now we're like, oh, I wonder if they just vacuum it out the week before we show up and that's it. <laughs> could be could be one of those like ghost towns, you know? Like uh, Could be completely a ghost town. It's Amish country. It's Amish country, and we went to an Amish dinner. <laughs> Oh, boy. We, we all got on the Lance Burton bus and went to an Amish dinner. What's an Amish dinner? Uh, dinner at an Amish farm mm -hmm. where they have prepared meals for, you know, whatever, the, the 50 people that show up come for dinner. Is it like a, a, a serve yourself? Is it like a buffet? They put it up? is like a buffet, except that it's they, they just put 
you just pass things around like you'd be at home. Uh, They'll give you a bag of ma- a bowl of mashed bag of mashed potatoes. <laughs> give you a sack of mashed potatoes. You clip the and bottom, into that, squeeze it out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very quick to eat. <laughs> the special clips behind your ears. They just <laughs> like a horse bag gets onto your face. It's the Amish way. <laughs> Do you ever see that um, the moving a barn? There's a video on YouTube of the Amish moving a barn. No, like a thousand people. Go into a barn, they pick it up, <laughs> four come out, and there's one guy yelling, and all the people inside move the barn like a quarter mile. They like walk the whole <laughs> barn. Two hundred people. They Two, are is crazy. it two hundred people? Yeah, lower order of magnitude. <laughs> you know the video I'm talking about. It would yeah. take a thousand podcasters, <laughs> <laughs> but two hundred Amish. I got to tell you something. Yeah. I got to tell you about Masterclass. Yeah. You know, most of the time when I'm going to do an advertisement, I don't read exactly what they write. Yeah. I say you, different stuff. You style. riff. Yeah, I riff on it because that's <laughs> what I do. I riff. But in this case, I like reading it with the stuff they want me to fill in. Okay. <laughs> oh. There's, I have a, I have, uh, I was going to say a piece of paper. I've never seen a piece of paper in the past 10 years. I have in front of me a screen. Yeah. And the blue is what I'm supposed to fill in. Mm-hmm. Okay. With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. You can learn how to magic <laughs> from Penn and Teller. Yeah. Improve your magic skills from Penn and Teller and learn magic from Penn and Teller. <laughs> With over 100 classes from a range of world class instructors, that thing you've always wanted to do is closer than you think. Mm-hmm. It's saying the world's best minds. Yeah. And on the list of the world's best minds is me. <laughs> <laughs> so we know it's not true. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> who else is on the list? It doesn't say that anywhere. On who the else st- is on the list? I'll tell you who else is on the list because you think it's nobody big, but it's really, really big. Like Bill, Bill, <laughs> Bill Clinton. Ooh. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Um, um, James Cameron. Okay. Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Steve Martin. You're not reading the list. Ron Howard. You just listed <laughs> no, them. They're no, not on that list. No. no What's on all, that list? I, I couldn't find the list. <laughs> <laughs> you said there was blue writing that had your name written on it. It did. Ready, Rich? Help me. <laughs> all the people that I mentioned actually have master classes. Is that right? That is true. See? <laughs> and they're really good. There's like 150 different classes. And here's the thing. Even if you don't want to perform magic, and that's true for everybody in this room, <laughs> you can still learn a lot from our magic class. I watched the one about the astronaut. You learned a lot about your magic from your class? I learned a lot about like- the <laughs> astronaut. I learned a lot about basketball mm-hmm. that, that applies to other things. What have you been studying there already, Rich? I just finished the James Cameron one. And what did James Cameron teach you? I would say that's as close to a traditional film school as you'll get on mm-hmm. Masterclass. Mm-hmm. Very solid on camera lenses and angles and the emotional impact of going from this shot to that shot, that kind of thing. Really? But also, I also learned he has not seen Tim's Vermeer. He is not. How'd you know that? So you might want to send him a copy because he's all about Vermeer. Is that true? Yeah. How do you know he's not seen it? The way he was describing Vermeer's work. I see. He's the first guy that saw light this way. I see. 
Well, we'll, we'll let it. We'll let James Cameron yeah. know. <laughs> I highly recommend to check it out. Get unlimited access to every masterclass, and as a Penn Sunday School listener, you get fifteen percent off an annual membership. You understand? Once you buy this, you don't just get. Penn and Teller and James Cameron, you get everybody. You can learn to write a book or a screenplay or a letter or cook, all this stuff. You, it's cinema quality. You know that. They yeah, do a wonderful amazing. job. Yeah, uh, you can explore it any way you want, any order you want. They're 10 or 15-minute chunks. You also get other material like uh, cookbooks, stuff like that. It's really, really good. 15% off. Go to masterclass.com slash Pen. pen. That's masterclass.com slash pen for 15% off masterclass. They're really good. They did a beautiful job. They came in, they learned all the stuff so they could help us teach it. It was, it was really good, really smart. We like masterclass. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. So you went to... You went, Amish dinner. Went to Amish dinner. What did um, they serve? Uh, mashed potatoes and uh, chicken and What'd you corn call me? and... Uh, mashed potatoes. <laughs> so it's not like a traditional Amish meal. I, I wouldn't know what a traditional Amish meal would be. It would be German stuff, wouldn't it? I would think, or my, yeah. uh, That's a Pennsylvania Dutch. They're different than the Amish. Yeah. Well, there, I mean, there's the Amish. I thought the Amish. Mm, I thought the Amish were in Pennsylvania. <laughs> what? I thought the Amish were in Pennsylvania. They're in Michigan? They're in Michigan as well. And, uh, and uh, a, a, a large population of them there. We saw many of them. With buggies riding through town, do they have and, nuts and, and they have, there's actually a an in in town an Amish Uber. You can call an Uber that is an Amish guy with a cart and a cell phone. Apparently, we just found out how you're getting there from your hotel. I thought <laughs> I did. I didn't think they allowed cell phones. Yeah, <laughs> is that uh, the right answer? Yeah, I didn't either. But they, you know, they got know. some work. Some not Amish also, guys. The dispatch. That's kind of a nice joke, though. You know what this is. Clop, 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 bang. Clop, 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 clop. An Amish drive-by. Uh, I like that joke. It's only uh, kids on Rum Springer. What's that? It's only kids on Rum Springer doing the Uber. Yeah. Is that true? No. No. <laughs> and I love that you could pull up the word Rum Springer. By the way. They do heroin on Rum Springer. When you go up to dedicate Johnny's thing... You're going to at least call the Amish Uber once, right? You know you're going to do that. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about the treatment of horses, though. Oh, okay. So I might not call the Amish Uber. I might call I the, the Amish piggyback Uber. <laughs> <laughs> there was one guy towing a boat. He had his horse tied to a boat trailer. <laughs> and he was in the boat trailer steering the horse. The so he had a boat trailer with a boat on it, and he sat in the boat rather than a buggy and drove the horse. <laughs> that is the Amish Godot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> now, uh, you've been at fairs. Uh-huh. What are the latest things at fairs? I'm always interested in what slum they're giving away at the booths. Like, is it, what What are the things, like, you know, it used to be like mirrors with the Eagles logo on it, you know? Mm -hmm. Or there would be like an inflatable banana. But what are the things they're giving away now? Ugly stuffed animals. 
You know, intentionally <laughs> ugly stuffed animals, like, you know, a monster with one tooth, mm -hmm. things like that. A lot of that kind of stuff. Is there like Beyonce stuff? Mm -hmm. Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if there, I didn't see any Beyonce stuff, but and uh, what are the uh, what are the latest foods? Yeah, well, it's just like you said, butter before. on a butter on a stick. Yeah, they have fried, fried deep fried butter, deep fried Oreos, deep fried Twinkies, mm -hmm. hamburgers on donuts is pretty big. Hamburgers on donuts, <laughs> boy, boy. I think when when the Russians see that, <laughs> Chinese see that, they're willing to bomb us <laughs> or join us. <laughs> Did you have? Well, you don't. Uh, no, <laughs> good God, no! I would never have a donut with a hamburger. <laughs> yeah, kill me, please. <laughs> nope, didn't try any of them. At this point, are more Twinkies served deep fried than consumed in, the, in, the, in any other way? I think I think Twinkies are. Everybody likes Twinkies. Don't Still now, I don't. Like, I don't cookie? actually. I don't know why I'm saying that. I don't like Twinkies really. I don't know anyone who does. <laughs> I think more people probably eat a deep fried than a regular. Twinkie. But I sure do like those Hostess cupcakes, right? Which are just a oh yeah, brown Twinkie, really. Yeah, yeah, with a shell of but that icing frosting. that is good. Yeah, yeah, that that icing shelf that basically and that goo in the middle. Oh, yeah, it's it really holds. Good. It holds. You can hold it. You know, it's like it's, it has solid form. Yeah. <laughs> I did eat some of those during the fair time. I will confess, yeah, yeah. I had some of those cupcakes while driving. Mm -hmm. It's been a, so much driving, yeah. so much driving. Are you yeah. a book on tape guy when you drive? I do. I do books on tapes and music a lot. I shudder to think what music you you would do. You, would, you would like a third of my playlist. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fair amount of Bob Dylan in the playlist. Just pops up on its own. There are things that I've loaded onto the phone that I don't know. At all, and they just come up in kind of random order, and there seems to be a lot of. But aren't you just connected? Uh, aren't you connected wirelessly? So you just use your. Yeah. They just do so. They it, it's choosing stuff you didn't load in your phone. No, I think I don't know. Yeah, maybe. It's just uh, speaking so many of books on tape mm -hmm. or audio uh -oh. books, as they're now called, tomorrow yeah. at noon, I go into a studio to record random. Ah, the audio book of Randall, which I see as a useful twofer mm -hmm. because I'm starting to do interviews about random. Mm -hmm. And I realized during one interview, when a guy asked me questions about characters, that I didn't know the names of the characters. <laughs> I didn't know who he was talking about. And there were incidents in the book that sound really cool to me, but I didn't remember <laughs> Anything about. <laughs> That's where the plagiarism rumors will start right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't remember any of it. So I'm going to read. Yeah, thank goodness they're going to make you read it. <laughs> if if they told me, you know, you're going to be doing all these interviews, Ben, you better read the book, I would skim it. <laughs> I would read the book in like 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But I have to read it all aloud on a recording. And that'll be, you know, 10 hours of reading the book. So then it'll be fresh in my mind. I mean, for, for a day. Yeah. But boy, do yeah. I let go of, uh, boy, do I let go of, uh, books quickly. Yeah. Well, if someone does as many shows as you do and then podcasts too, you throw those away. Yeah. You don't keep a memory. I don't keep those in my mind at all. And I, I realized, uh, I, I the first guy, you know, publisher week, publishers weekly did an interview with me mm -hmm. and, um, the guys that read books, you know, they really do read them. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're used to being interviewed, you know, Pierce Morgan. Right. Who doesn't read a, he doesn't read the title. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I used to be interviewed by Larry King. Yeah. 
he, he didn't, he didn't, ha- he hadn't read my full name. <laughs> um, but you know, when you get into the real book guys, yeah. they read the book. Yeah. And he told me that, um, the quotation from the physics book, he said, it's interesting that you use that quotation in random and you also used it in sock. Uh oh. <laughs> I went, uh, yeah, it's a, re- it's a reoccurring theme for me. <laughs> it's the same characters. <laughs> they just change their names. <laughs> you know what's, I'm sure this happens to you. Is, is, don't you like it when somebody reads a joke to you and you go, well, that's funny. And they go, you wrote it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I had that horrible thing happen with that, with a friend of ours who um, I, I, I don't treat very well. Right. Mm-hmm. And I promised myself the next time I was around this guy that I would be supportive and I would laugh really hard at stuff <laughs> that he said. Yeah, yeah. So we were in a group of people. And he said something that I thought was really funny. And I laughed really hard. And everybody looked at me really strange. And I didn't know why. And when I left, the guy I was with said, you've never laughed at anything that guy had said. He was quoting you from the latest issue of a magic magazine. And he'd never had gotten a laugh from you. He said your joke and you laughed really loud. <laughs> there was another time that i uh picked up a magazine and it said um what vegas is like i was reading it in a store in la yeah like it was like the la weekly and i opened it up and i just saw a pull quote and i went from the pull quote and started reading it and i went wow this person really knows Vegas. And then as I read the end of the paragraph, it said, Gillette went on. And I went, oh, I'm reading what I say and agreeing with it. I really agree with me on that one. It's really embarrassing. Um, I once looked up on the internet. I knew a quote that I had in my head. Yeah. And I said, I wonder who said that. I want to give credit. And I looked it up on the internet and it was me. So I don't remember the book. So I'll go in and read. Also, you know, and this is something that maybe someone listening to this right now mm-hmm. has a real job. And what I'm about to say is incredibly offensive. Okay. And I want to apologize. If you've got a job, okay, unlike anybody that's talking now on this recording, <laughs> mm-hmm. if you have a job, I apologize for saying this, but recording audiobooks is a little hard. <laughs> uh, you know, at the end of the day of recording a full day, I- I'm tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, not just tired, my mind tired, which I guess is not really a sentence in English. <laughs> yeah. But um, also physically tired. Yeah. I mean, reading at, you know, uh, controlled volume and intensity for four or five hours, um, you notice. Well, all Isn't us- that pathetic? No. Because if all of us had an audio technician make us retake every time we mumbled or rushed a sentence in our regular <laughs> lives, we'd all be exhausted and tired. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, and I can also bring up, they have a guy, you know. Yeah. A guy that's just listening to how you pronounce shit. But I get away with it because it's read by the author. I've told you before, I read a book that was written by someone else, Nicholas Negroponte at at MIT's Media Lab, Mm -hmm. wanted me to read his book on being digital, which was a huge bestseller in the 90s. 
And so I went in to read someone else's book. Mm-hmm. And when you're reading someone else's book, they are all over your dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's really awful. Because you can't say, well, that's the way it should be pronounced. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it was terrible. And the word, I've talked about this before on the show, I won't go into it, was garage. Yeah. They do not like my SH at the end of garage. Yeah. They do not like that <laughs> one fucking bit. They also do not like any instead of any, and they do not like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They do not like any of those things. But when those words come up in random, yeah, and they will come up in random, I'm going to say, oh, the characters, although they're all from Vegas, are actually originally from Western Massachusetts. So they put an SH at the end of garage. And they say grocery. <laughs> All those things that I do, everybody hates. That's what people in my book will do. So if you want to hear the audiobook, there will be an audiobook yeah. of random coming out. Nice. And Teller, I this is what I can't believe. Teller listens to my audiobooks. That seems impossible. So Teller, Teller listens to all my audiobooks. He drives into work, listens to my audiobooks, and then stands next to me on stage and hears that voice. That seems. I got to tell you, toughest man in the world. (laughs) Working with Teller, I can't stand to listen to silence in the car. (laughs) Makes me hate him. If I drove in with silence in the car, it would just be, I hate Teller, I hate Teller, I hate Teller, I hate Teller. But he listens to me talking, driving in. That's I'm impossible. Like, do, you, do you play tapes of subtle, of subtle recordings going like, oh, no, 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 that's not, that's not where we are. <laughs> <laughs> nope, we canceled it. our show Friday. Oh. Teller uh, decided, because uh, Teller's an idiot. <laughs> Teller decided he felt a little tired. Mm-hmm. So there are different kinds of tests you can get. There's like a $10 COVID test, right? right. Yeah, for the supermarket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that everybody does, where you stick a yep. Q-tip in your nose and you squeeze it into a thing and you yeah. and you wait 10 <laughs> minutes. And if there's two lines, you, you got it. Yeah. If there's one line, you don't. Yeah. Simple as that. Well, Teller did two of those tests and they were negative. Good, Teller. Fine. You don't fucking have COVID. Then he went on Amazon and he bought a $75 (laughs) test. What? $75 test. It has an LED in it. There's a light up in the test. Because he was tired? Uh, I don't know why, because he's stupid. And he bought a $75 test. He bought three of them. $75 test. This is a test. That costs $75. <laughs> and it is a test that picks up all the variants of COVID. Because the tests, that, the little sure. tests that are $10, don't pick up some of the newest ones. Right. And they also don't pick up a certain low viral load. Right. Because I don't know. It doesn't, some of the tests just test actually for the thing that your body produces to fight it and not actually for the COVID itself. And yeah. that's why it's a whatever test. Yeah. There. There's information for you, listener. Thank you. <laughs> we're calling these the $10 test and the $75 test. Yeah. That's what we're calling them. Yeah. What are they really called, Ready? No idea. Good. $10 <laughs> test, $75 test. The I really want a night off test. <laughs> and I, 
<laughs> would be nice to have a night off test. So I, tell her. They just dropped the new uh, Game of Thrones prequel on HBO. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm, I'm a Vegas headliner. Right. Wants to just watch HBO all I night. I think I'd like to have a nice dinner and sit on the sofa. <laughs> so Teller sent a picture. Of his LED and his 75. Oh, what the fuck is that? I thought he sent a game controller. <laughs> <laughs> Wally. It's a picture of Wally. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know why he was sending me this picture. And then Glenn said, so we're canceling the show tonight. So we canceled the show Friday night. And then Saturday, Teller ran all the tests again. And then Teller starts telling stories that he makes up. He's, he <laughs> Maybe says, he's hallucinating because he's so sick. He says, Here's what I figure. Uh, I was out of the window of 90 days the last time I had it. And he said, I think I had it for like a week and I didn't test. And this test just caught the very end of the viral load. He said, because this new, this new thing says that the cheap tests don't catch it and the expensive tests catch it. And we just proved that. <laughs> I wrote back to him, you didn't prove anything you added a data point and probably not a valid one <laughs> but so we had friday night off yeah. then saturday we went back Good. and then i get some 75 dollar tests in the mail and emily <laughs> said your 75 dollar test came do you want to take it you know what i said no <laughs> so i have a test that can detect this so now teller has had three confirmed cases of COVID mm -hmm. and one back in February, 2020 that were pretty likely was. So tell her maybe the one who's had it four times. Oh, that's scary. Man. Yeah. So, uh, and then Glenn said, I believe that Teller's going to get it every 90 days when he comes out of the window. And I said, and Glenn, that's based on what shit you make up. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people just making up shit. Yeah. <laughs> so where'd you go after, uh, after the Abbots, the big Abbots convention ended on Sunday morning, and I raced to Cleveland and parked my car there and flew back to California, to Northern California. You f flew to Cleveland and parked your I car? I drove my car from Ohio, from, from Colon, Michigan, to Cleveland, Ohio, and then flew from there to San Francisco and then got a ride from my sister and her husband to their house. And I did the Sonoma County Fair for three days. Now, with Sonoma County Fair, Sonoma is a hoity-toity area. It is hoity-toity. It's that, Napa Valley. Does that change the quality of the fair, or are fairs the same no matter what? The fairs are the same no matter what, but the prices were a little different. <laughs> really? A barbecue pulled pork sandwich in Sonoma is $20. Wow. And then at the Attica Fair... There were five. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, Sonoma County was great. I hung out with Craig Good. You remember Craig? Yeah. Oh, Craig, yeah. Craig? Well, I like yeah, Craig. Yeah. Craig like was Craig. great. We had a great time. He came by and bought me a lunch one day. It was, we hung out. It was fun. Uh, and uh, that was indoors. He bought you a $20 He bought me a $20 pork sandwich. sandwich. And uh, I had a good healthful book as well. He wrote a good book. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Actually, he got me a, a vegetarian curry Fijian pie so nice i know what all those words mean individually yeah i and he served it to him they were all style. on the outside of the truck 
<laughs> Along with Michelin, which it said on the tires, but <laughs> I hope there was none of that in the food. Um, so I did three night, three days at the Sonoma County Fair. I finished Thursday night uh, at seven thirty, packed up by eight, had an eleven o'clock flight out of San Francisco, which is you know a two hour drive away from where I was, and uh, flew all night back to Cleveland. Got into the car at six a.m. On Friday morning, and drove to the Attica Independent Fair in Attica, Ohio, where I did three shows that day. Mm. So that was you're raking in the dough, raking in the dough. <laughs> and I was apparently I'm shooting it as well. <laughs> what I'm shooting out the dough as well yeah. somehow. I I don't have any dough left. <laughs> now where uh, what where what is Attica? Attica is a little tiny town in Ohio, way far away from everything. About an hour and a half away from Cleveland. No big cities that I know of around it. The hotel that I stay in is 15 or 20 miles from the actual fair. Oh, wow. And but they, it's great. It's a it's a great fair. Because, they need a juggler? Yeah, they apparently. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else would go. Most of the fairs that I go to have 40 booths selling corn dogs and 40 booths with cotton candy. This one is one. And it has the right amount of people, and it's got wiener dog races and, and kids doing tractor pulls where they're pedaling the tractors. But also techn technologically accurate, the weight moves forward as they go. You know how a tractor pull works? Tractor's pulling a trailer with a heavy weight on it, and as they go, that weight gets pulled up towards the front of the tractor, so it gets heavier and heavier and more difficult right. to pull. They've built that into their little kid pedal one. <laughs> 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 which is fascinating to watch and, and the greatest thing uh, the second day i'm doing the first day i do three shows outdoors in this little tin kind of roof shack with bleachers on either side so that you can't figure out where to do the show <laughs> if i i could face either end out so that people from either side of the bleachers could see or I could face one side and have my back to the other. So that's that's eventually what I did. And then the second day is indoors, but there are no signs or anything saying there's a juggling show indoors. So I so there are a lot of people show up. A lot of a lot of folks at that one. <laughs> lot, you the good in there. A lot of folks. <laughs> oh, it's juggling. Yeah. So that's a tough one. <laughs> and the the announcer is a fair announcer comes by and says, "How do you pronounce your name? I want to make sure that there's people at your your seven o'clock show." In indoors here, I know that there's no signs or anything, and I tell him, you know, it's Michael Goudeau. And then a couple of minutes later, over the PA system, he says, Michael Goudeau, like like he was calling me. <laughs> he said, Michael Goudeau, 20 minutes, juggling, entertainment building. <laughs> that's, his, that, that's his helping me announcement. <laughs> I'm going to help you by making it sound so exciting. <laughs> well, how many uh, ESL people are walking around the fairgrounds? He gave plenty of time. To plenty process, of time to interpret each of those things. Yes, just figure you look them up. You look and up those as things. usual, some podcast fans showed up. I love it, which is great. Thank goodness for those people because <laughs> yeah. they just make the world a better place. It is. This guy, sure. John, showed up and he was super kind and sweet and had driven 90 minutes and dragged his wife and her friend. And <laughs> That's great. They were such nice folks. Yeah. 
really kind and sweet. How many people showed up after he gave you that uh, announcement? Yeah, yeah, well, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've joked about it before the show. I think it's probably cheaper for them to send people to Manhattan to see uh, Hamilton. (laughs) 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 It's a pretty good paying job. Not many people show up. (laughs) Signs, if they pay 10 bucks in signs, it would double the traffic to the show, I think, but... I would stand outside and go, Jugly Show in here. And they go, <laughs> and I don't blame them. I, I put a sign outside at the one in Sonoma County because it was indoors and it had a little sign, but not much. And I put up a sign that says, hi, my name is Goudot. I'm doing this juggling show and I'd really appreciate it if you guys would come. I promise you it's really fun and you'll have a good time. And I know it says juggling show and so you're not that interested, but really it's a fun show. <laughs> And that's that helped. I got like ten more people to show thanks to that sign. I I left it for Scotty and Katrina who were coming in for the weekend shows. I love fairs so much. I don't ever get to go. I gotta go. The fall's coming up, right? They, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to be at the Columbia County Fair outside of uh, Albany, New York, uh, September first through fifth. You can come on and join me. Are you do you playing any really big state fairs? I think this one's pretty big. I love big state fairs. Yeah. A Minnesota state fair. Yeah, I do Kentucky and Ohio and uh, Kentucky must be huge, they're huge, right? They're huge fairs. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe I'll I should try to fly out and see you this because you know I have all this time because we're only doing <laughs> a show every weekend plus all the shows in Vegas plus I have a book signing tour. And I'm going to go part of the book signing tour. Yeah, like I know the seventy-five dollar COVID test that could probably get you some free time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Next time you need a night off, seventy-five dollar COVID test. He decides to take after he's got two other negative ones. <laughs> he felt bad. He still felt bad. Yeah, he was tired. He was wicked tired. Yeah. Just needed a needed an excuse that he could sell to you guys. Yeah, and Zeke's been out for Zeke's been out for a week uh, with COVID. Oh. and boy, Zeke does a lot in the show. <laughs> yeah, it Which does. Turns fill, out <laughs> filling them in, filling in former stuff. Oh, I was gonna say, yeah, you have to do, you have to swap out a lot of. Stuff. Yeah, he, he, they've got to put someone else in the monkey suit. Got to put someone else in the green person suit. Someone else has to build the heaven box. Someone else has to uh, tend to. Uh, Tend to the elephant. Yeah. There's a lot of work to do. <laughs> the guys on our show work hard. They do. Yep. So there you go. But we've got more to talk about, but we're going to wait. Oh, yeah. So right now, that was Ben Sunday School. That was Ben Sunday School. Cha, cha, cha. And to our listening You become naked. What'd you say? What'd you say, Reddy? He said, I have many conflicting stories about Amish and cell phones. So I, I, don't, I don't even know how to fact check at this point. Okay. <laughs> you have anybody to thank there? Uh? I do. I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> Get the internet do, to do, work. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> he do, he do. Dude, you just do. wait. Oh, boy, do I have people to thank. You're going to oh, love it. So much thanking to do. You're going you're gonna to be like, <laughs> how really? Great, how grateful are we? All those people? And I'm going to say, yeah. 
Yep, just a spinning wheel of Just death. a spinning wheel of... <laughs> my computer is just overwhelmed with how many awesome people uh, support us on Patreon. Like people like Luke Mellon, Spencer Blair, Eileen Hunter, Samuel Stewart, artisanalsudoku.substack.com, the guy that became a member because he rolled double sixes, Jason Andrew Davidson, Peter B. Clark, Average Seal, Ben Price, Shane Farah, Matt Williams, plus a $100 boner office. Soupy <laughs> Fresh... Dan Griffith, Brad Sherlag, Mike Cavanaugh, Rafiki, Steve Feldman, Jonathan P, NewRuleFX.com, Eric M. Rain, Chris Tehachapi Loop McKinney, <laughs> Gary Cornley, Danny Hagudo, does this rag smell like chloroform to you, Ruse, Matthew O'Sullivan, Betsy Batter, and Little Mandar. Thanks so much. Thank you. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. This message comes from NPR sponsor Grammarly. Get to the point faster and accomplish more with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. And when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium, get 20% off for being an NPR listener. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcasts. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.